hey, is this thing on? Um, urgent news. The GM is here, but the commissioner is not. So it looks like this playoff preview might be done by the GM himself. Oh, hang on, hang on there, GM. The macho man Randy Savage has something to say over here. He's got something to say because it's in the pit of his gut. He is so fired up because the Oklahoma City Thunder, oh yeah, thinking that they can rise to the occasion to beat the Houston Rockets. Oh yeah, the cream of the crop, the best in the West. Oh yeah, they think Chris Paul, six feet, nothing, think he can beat the pocket Rockets. Oh no, six five all the way to six nine. You got two MVPs ready to rise to the top. Oh yeah, they're gonna win an NBA championship. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, whoa, hey, Macho Man, step out. What are you doing? Oh, I'm trying to give myself to the fans to let them know who I think is going to win. Okay, well, all right, dude, back up, first of all. Sorry about that, y'all. Technical difficulties here on top of that. I don't know. I I went to the bathroom, and Macho Man tried to take over for the pod. I I apologize. He's not. He's gone now. Uh, thank Macho Man. I appreciate your uh your insight, but uh, you weren't invited to this pod. Maybe on the next one. So I don't know where the GM. Where's the GM? Oh well, I guess I'm doing it on my own. Hold Welcome on to- one oh. second over there, brother. Hold on one second. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Let me tell you something right here. These Houston Rockets. They're about to go to the top. I'm about to tell you. These Oklahoma City Thunder, oh no, brother. They need they need to take their vitamins and say their prayers. You think they're about to rise to this occasion? Oh no, brother. Oh no. Oh no. These Rockets. Okay, see what you're gonna do when these Houston Rockets run wild over you. What you gonna do when the beer crosses you? What you gonna do when Russ drives the rain on you, brother? Steven Adams, don't go retreating to that island of New Zealand now. We need you right here in this island of bubble. CP3, you better take those vitamins. Don't get hurt now. Because these rockets are about to run wild all over you, brother. All over you. Thank you, Mean Gene. Wow. Uh, thank you, Hulk Hogan. Uh, like, it's cool that y'all are here, but like I said, we didn't invite you. G- GM. Oh, well, GM, welcome back. Thank goodness. Um... What happened? I'm just curious as to know why there's um, oil and spit and milk all over my seat and microphone. Um, I guess someone had been drinking his milk over here. I have tassels. I have tassels laying over here. And what looks to be very colorful hats. Um, that's, uh, that's quite th- the collection you got I, over there. I think uh, I think Macho Man and uh, Hulk Hogan had to give their insight real quick. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, uh, just give us a few seconds to uh, finish getting uh, getting prepared, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be right back after uh, after these messages. Times I feel old, like I'm going out of style, so I turn down the music on my FM dial. I beg of you to come and listen for a while and look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child. What is going on, Beards and Brodies? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stepbacks and everything Houston Rockets. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny. And with me is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. And I have a special treat for all the Beards and Brodies out there. We have our third guest on the show! 
Thanks. I appreciate the support, Justin. Thank you for helping me out. Uh, we have our, we have our third guest ever on the show. I'll give y'all some characteristic traits for my boy here. He, uh, he plays basketball with us. He is our, he's the sergeant general. He is the person that basically, uh, if you need any advice on anything in life, you come to him. You basically, he's here <laughs> to help you. He is like, he is stoic, but very friendly. Call, I call him like my own real life Kawhi Leonard. That he's is a fun guy. He's a fun guy. <laughs> he's not just a fun guy, but he's also fundamental. So I am introducing to y'all for the very first time ever, Mr. Fundamentals, Ray. Ray, what's going on, dude? How you doing today? Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> what to do, baby? I, it's actually a joke. It's Ka- actually Kawhi Leonard's on the show for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what to do, baby? <laughs> y'all weren't ready for that. We guys, uh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, to this uh, playoff preview for the uh, Houston Rockets uh, playoffs that we're all very very excited for. Uh, just uh, I just have to say, Ray, it's uh, it's very fantastic to have you with us for the first time on the show. I'm I'm very excited. Do you have anything? Hey for man, the- it's good to be here. I uh, was not expecting to be doing this. It's uh, <laughs> very sudden, but I'm here. You know, you're the surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. It was a surprise for sure. <laughs> He's literally Edge. <laughs> Jumping in. It was under wraps even with the host. <laughs> yeah, we were like, what? Oh, race car? Oh, race car? Oh. Oh, okay. The host didn't know. The guest didn't know. <laughs> this is now all this, you this all is, know. This was the, Kevin Kenny said in the last episode, Justin, are you working a deal, GM? I said, I'm currently working on a deal. He Little did. did they know it was in my head. <laughs> but I executed the deal today. I Your boy came through in the 11th hour. <laughs> Bro, this is a Justin Verlander trade. And decided, <laughs> you know what? We're bringing in Raymond Marcelino onto the onto the show. We're going to have the third man. He's the third man. Oh, fuck, fuck, <laughs> He's the third man. <laughs> Mr. Fundamental with the leg drop. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, welcome to the show, Ray. Uh, we appreciate you coming, Mr. Fundamental. I as a as a as a ritual for all guests. I must I mustache you a question. All right. I mustache sure. you a question because he has a mustache. Actually, both of the co-hosts have mustache. I'm the only one mustacheless. <laughs> I am the mustacheless wonder. This is sad, but I do nickname. I do have a question, a Houston Rockets related question for you, my good sir. For the current makeup of the Rockets team, who is your least? Favorite. <laughs> oh my god, this is the alley oop right here. You know what you need to do, boy. Oh my god. Uh, Least he, favorite. Oh well, he's in the. He's usually in the back of a of an establishment. It's usually green with a black top on it. It's a trash bin. It's getting personal. Oh my god. <laughs> the Europeans call it a rubbish. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, so trash bin Eric Gordon, man. That thing is hot <laughs> fire. Is. Well, I, you know what? He, I'll he, go in on it all day, every day. I am opening up literally a, uh, a, uh, a whole topic on that later in the episode so you will you will have your this is your platform i'm gonna give you the mic and i want you to drop the pipe bomb i want you to tell the world how you feel ray oh man <laughs> let's spare eric goran because i mean the man's been through a lot i suppose knee injury and stuff always hurt even early in his career 
small resurgence here in Houston, but then just back down to trash. I know. Poor guy. He's from the Midwest. Who's from the Midwest? But you guys shouldn't feel too bad, though, because, I mean, he's making $78 million. Shouldn't he be playing like $78 million? <laughs> Uh, I was on the hold, Bra- I was on the Bradley thought. Beal train. Hold that thought. Ask, ask Chandler Parsons. <laughs> oh, ninety-five million, and he's staying home, man. I'm telling. We said it in one of the past episodes that he's living the true American dream, making ninety-five million, sitting on a couch. Isn't that fantastic? Um, welcome in once again. This will be a playoff preview, but we cannot talk about a playoff preview without discussing something that very important that happened uh, a couple days ago, which was the Russell Westbrook injury. Uh, very heartbreaking indeed. Uh, not confirmed to be out for the whole playoffs. We, we know for sure he's going to miss the first few games. Uh, he's injured with a strained right right quadricep in his right leg. And uh, basically what happened was he took an MRI. Rockets had him take an MRI and he came out with uh, confirmed because he was already complaining of pains. Um, so I'm going to ask uh, the GM. GM, with Russell Westbrook out, how does it impact the Rockets going into the postseason? And what do you see? Uh, how do you see the shift and change for the, the team and how they're going to do without Russ? To be honest, I really think that the Thunder defense is going to shy away from what everyone else has been doing. What I think is going to happen is that they're going to they're going to play James straight up. They're not going to play any doubles. They're going to rely on their individual defense. Um, to stop him, they're going to let Harden ISO, and they're going to try to dare other people to beat them. Because in that sense, if they if they if they don't double, then everyone stays home. It just makes James have to make the moves and all the decisions. Granted, it's what he does, but with these decisions, it'll be different without the help of a Russ. You know, it's going to be all on him. And to be honest with you, I am not a hundred percent sure <laughs> if it's going to work. Like, in the sense, for us, the Rockets, yeah. That yeah. I think without Russ being there, this works in favor of OKC. Okay. But that's just my opinion. And 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 you have to also, you know, talk about the irony of it all. And uh, we have to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to switch the question over to the uh, Mr. Fundamental. Mr. Fundamental, let's talk about the irony of it all with uh, Chris Paul, the man who traded away for being unhealthy, <sighs> who is healthy going into the postseason. Yeah, it's unfortunate, um, and it's really ironic because, yeah, we traded for health reasons, and here he is, Chris Paul being the healthy person in that trade. <laughs> I know, the only, <laughs> the only healthy one in that trade, right? Yeah, and um, I don't know, like, we load-managed uh, Russell Westbrook, you know, the whole entire season, and we had the whole COVID break thing, too. He was rested, and suddenly... The quad acts up. It's just terrible luck for Houston again, I how, guess. Yeah, how frustrating, right? And and how frustrating for for the city. And and it's funny because when we were, I was on Twitter when it broke, and it, just everyone, all the Houston media people were like, huh, "Sigh, hashtag Houston sports." It was like, it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, anything we we get good, there's always the caveat of injury because. It just happens. I feel like it's just it, – it always is terrible luck. The basketball gods are just always like, sorry, Houston. Like it's just not happening for Pretty you. much. This is kind of how it goes. I mean the way Russ plays, the quad is like so, so crucial for him because he relies so much on his athleticism. He Like how do you think he runs the floor, goes for his rebounds, he gets his triple doubles. You know, like yeah. he's all – he's a bundle of energy. <clears throat> he's a freight train and – if that's if that's 
hurting him, he's going to be pretty much almost like immobile. And that's like the complete like opposite of who Russell Westbrook is. So in, the, in that sense, it's just like, wow, what are the odds? Yeah. You know? Of it even happening, especially with him, he's he's been considered uh, an Iron Man in most aspects. He's been uh, very durable throughout his entire career, rarely gets hurt. Got hurt that one year when uh, the Rockets played them in the playoffs when Patrick Beverly got him injured, that freak accident. Um, and, you know, it's very it's very unfortunate that uh, that Russell Westbrook is injured. Um, if Let's talk best case scenario. When he comes back, or if he comes back, um, Mr. Fundamental, I have to ask you, if he comes back, do you think that the way that the Rockets will play, he'll come back as a starter. Let's say the quad's not 100% and he's playing, but he's going to play. Would he? Would you think he'd be used more as a more or less a decoy? Would you think he'd be used that way? Uh no, I don't think so. And I think just Russ in general won't let that happen. Like he'll still go out full speed. I mean, like his 100 miles per hour is somebody else's. Like I don't know. Like he's always at full speed, so you know he's going. He'll be there. He'll be. He'll be there when the. Uh... That's true. And 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 he can't. And he doesn't know. And you're right, though. He doesn't know any other. It's either on yeah. or off. Yeah, yeah. There exactly. is no in between with Russell Westbrook. It's pretty much it because he plays mean and he plays loud. Like that's just how he plays. That's who he is. In between the lines, in that sense, of right? Course. Yeah. So I mean, I think what will happen is they might limit his minutes in the sense of when he's able to go in bursts, but mm-hmm. he's not going to play the full like thirty-three to thirty-five minutes. I think if if he does come back, hypothetically speaking. I can see him playing maybe less than 30 minutes the first two games mm-hmm. and monitor how he responds yeah. to treatment after and then build on those minutes um, in that sense. I but in the, like but in a playoff series depending on, you know, like let's say he misses the first two games and there's a huge difference between being tied 1-1 and being down 0-2 in that sense. And if it's like that then do I see them pushing uh, Russ out regardless. Yes, if we're yep. down 2 they're gonna play him, and he's gonna play 35 minutes. He's gonna yep. do the best he can. He's gonna try to rock the baby on CP3 as much as possible, oh. and you know we'll, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. You know, like, and you just gotta roll the dice with what you got. And of these course. guys are willing to put it on the line. Of course, it's just it's just a stroke of bad luck and irony overall. You know, but at, at the sense with this team, we just gotta roll with who we got. I mean, I do. I'm cool with us uh starting Macklemore. I don't know if they'll start Eric Gordon immediately on uh in game one. <laughs> I know I know I know Ray is If this a was a video that. you just you just see the our the Ray uh, hearing that name. The roll the, the, the eye roll emoji. Pump it out, pump it out. Pump it out, pump it out now. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like and, and I just yeah. I'm not sure. I yeah. mean he, he should be able to like he, they could go with him. But I think we'll just have to monitor that and see. Because I'm okay with going Ben Macklemore. Of course, of course. Um, you know, it, just give us, like, give it, uh, put him in in spurts, let him play, let him shoot. He's got the ultimate green light. Uh-huh. When he's yeah. hot, he's hot. That's right. Give that's him right. the opportunity. That's right. You know? Um, uh, very good points, as always, GM. Uh, let's ask, I'm going to ask y'all one more question before we uh, move on. Um, and I'm going to direct it over to, uh, I'm going to direct it over to you, Ray. Uh, for, for the for Russell Westbrook personally, this is his first playoff game, basically 
as not as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the irony of this is that he's going to be playing against the Oklahoma City Thunder. When he comes back, I expect I expect that he will come back at some point in the series. He will. Um, do you think that that will be... Now, granted, it's not playing in OKC. Do you think that'll be enough to kind of give him a little bit of a push, though? Kind of like, is, is there, do you think that there's something brewing maybe within him that will want to, you know, will the Rockets to win, considering that he's playing against his former team? Not that there's any bad blood, but just more of a pride thing for him? Yeah, I you mean, think so? Russ is pretty, I would say, pretty prideful. So, yeah, I, I could see him using that as motivation um, as to, you know, really willing the, the team uh, for the win, for the series win. And it's just Russ, man. He he wants to prove everybody wrong, even probably his own teammates. So <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> he's gonna get, he wants this, you know. I feel yeah. like he's that type of player that if uh, – if, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, someone like I don't know Ben McLemore was like, "Ah, Russ, I bet you can't hit that three, man. You suck." And then he Bruh. hits the three, and then Russ goes, "Ah, in your face, <laughs> you know, Mac." <laughs> you know he's busting that three in his oh, face. Russ is the know, ultimate man. like guy that he'll go game within a game. Yeah, oh, yes, he'll play 100%. the game within the game. He's like he has like the most like Kobe MJ attitude in the sense of like taking things personal in that sense, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. He can get a little petty on certain things, but that's what makes him successful and what's what makes him great. But I'm gonna say this though. Um, I'm gonna I'm going to um, what's it called hop off that question and kind of give you an opinion on another thing. Like uh, even though we think that Russ Russ's emotions will take in, how do we feel about Chris Paul's emotions facing us in the first round? Because I really think that if anyone has a bone to pick, it's Chris Paul. Because Chris Paul is the one that believes that. The Rockets gave up on him. Daryl Morey gave up on him. James Harden gave up on him, you know, in that sense. And if there's anyone that wants to prove anybody wrong in how good they still are, it is Chris Paul. What, how can you feel like for him, like for someone that was traded away because of the fact that he wasn't healthy, couldn't get along with James? Like, it's so personal to him in the sense that he really wants to kill us. Yeah, yeah. Know? That'll be... I think Chris Paul realistically knows that his team probably isn't capable to win the NBA championship. I'm sure him beating us would be the equivalent of an NBA championship. Wouldn't you all agree? That would be his. He he'll take that. He'll happily take that to the bank. But I mean, no matter what, at the end of the day, yeah, we gave up on. You can say that we gave up on him, but at the same time, you have to understand that he playoff wise, he was never successful. He never got past the second round as a member of the Hornets, the Pelicans, as a member of the Clippers. When he, he only found success when he finally came to the Rockets. So, yeah, we, we did give up on him. But, I mean, he's on the wrong side of 30. He's had a history of injuries. He was dealing with a bunch of different injuries. I, I always say, like, I always give him flat because I'm like, dude, like, why did you go vegan, like, the year you left? Like, come on, man. You should have you dropped that top weight before because it, it puts so much stress on his legs. I always felt that the, the top heavy weight was going to take a toll on his legs. And I thought that that was always kind of like a problem with uh, with – you know, problem with him staying healthy anyways. So, I mean, that's just that's just my belief. And I know that it's going to be very strong within him. I know he wants to beat – he's going to want to beat us. But, uh, yeah, no, we can't uh, – cannot let that happen. Cannot let Chris Paul be the Hall of Famer that he is. Got to try because, you know – what do you think? What do you think, Mr. Fundamental? Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul is known to be petty as hell. So, uh, yeah, he is going to look to destroy us. I mean, he destroyed us in that one uh, regular season matchup. He embarrassed the hell out of uh, Hartenstein, 
Yes. Going oh my nutmeg. God. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, he he killed us. I mean, that's just a regular season game, but here in playoffs, he is looking to, you know, send us pack in. I'm sure to prove just like Russ, another chip on his shoulder. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like I, he's gonna want to send us home. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough all around for uh, what 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 Chris Paul is gonna bring. Um, it's gonna bring a, bring out a lot of emotion, and and we'll dive more into that uh, as as we start to preview the playoffs. Um, before we move before we move on though, uh, let's go ahead and talk about real quick. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition this over. Uh, if so, do I'm gonna ask the GM first with Westbrook out. You sticking to your guns? You think BMAC gets the start over Eric Gordon, or do you think do you think you know D'Antoni becomes you know is stubborn to the point where he because he seems like he'll do whatever it takes to start Eric Gordon no matter what? I I honestly think Eric Gordon's going to start, even though I feel that BMAC is the best option because you kind of want to start hot, take your chances, and there's no better chance to take like your opportunities than in the first quarter. But I I feel like for D'Antoni. They have more, um, what's it called? They, 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 they have more free reign to try with EG in the first. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to give him the free reign to attempt to get hot. As I promise you, what's going to happen is the very first play in game one, if Eric Gordon starts, is going to be a play run for Eric Gordon. Either off a back screen going in or a back screen peeling out to the elbow to take a three. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's yeah. I'm guaranteeing you that's just going to call because they're going to try to get him hot early and quick. So, try to get him going, yeah. Yes, because they're um, going to need to. I don't agree with it. I want to see BMAC, but I just think that realistically they're going to do what they can to get uh, Gordon hot early. So I think they go with Gordon. Okay, okay, yeah, good, good take. Because especially since you know with D'Antoni, D'Antoni seems to be stubborn on really stubborn on getting uh, making sure Gordon gets minutes, especially as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to redirect. The question over to Mr. Fundamental. Let's say Eric Gordon does start. How does that make you feel? Uh, I just want to, like, <laughs> off myself real quick. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I really don't want him as a starter because I do think that he he will play better as coming off the bench. I mean, that's been his role for the last few years, and that's what he's been comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like... He, you know, injuries and also just him coming, like, uh, becoming, like, starter one time and then suddenly getting back on the bench and then going back to being a starter. It's just, it kind of gets confusing as hell, you know, and I feel like, you know, just go with what was, what he was comfortable with, which was the bench role, the six-man role. He won the award, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, de- uh, yeah. he, he definitely right. succeeds more. Um, off the bench, and he has better numbers off the bench, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, what's it called? Even uh, I think the the combination of I don't remember if it was like plus minus, but with Harden and B Mac, it's like through the roof kind of you know plus minus with them together. So yeah. like, yeah. why don't you take advantage of that? The whole organization is built on analytics. Why don't you? use your analytics and put it to use, you know what I mean? Like, but for some reason, coach D'Antoni wants to, you know, um, start Eric Gordon. I don't know why he's hot dumpster fire, but Hey, that's what I'm saying, man. It's one of, it, you know, like it's one of, uh, it's one of America's greatest unsolved mysteries. 
Is uh, Dan Tony's infatuation with Eric Gordon? <laughs> Dan Tony loves trash. I guess. <laughs> oh jeez. The Pringle can <laughs> is similar to a trash can, and I guess that's what it is. Everything you know, made sense. You all just... of us at one point, all of us at one point in life, I'm certain has has taken like their trash and put it into a Pringles can. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that's cylinder. The, yes, we've all used it occasionally. <laughs> Trash. Exactly. You are Trash. the. Uh, you're like a. You're. You're like the. Uh, you're like the poet, uh, Ray. You're, you're. You're painting a picture in my mind. And uh, what is it? What is it? Radio is a theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the Pringles can, and I imagine Ray going, Kobe, <laughs> with a bucket and his low tone voice. <laughs> Man, fantastic, awesome. Well, well, very good, very good takes, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Nothing's confirmed as of yet. We don't know who the starters are going to be. Speaking of starters, did you guys know that so many NBA players, as well as so many celebrities all around the world, have all started wearing and representing animes? Animes is now coming up on the forefront. It's on. It's everywhere from Hulu to Netflix. You basically see anyone and everyone talking about it. It's no longer closeted like it was when I was a kid and when the fundamental, when the fundamental and when GM and we were all kids. It wasn't as, it's not as much closeted anymore. A lot of people are not just talking about it. So many people are wearing it. I mean, for goodness sake, like Michael B. Jordan put up a whole line towards anime clothing. And speaking of all of that, you should check out H-Town's greatest and best anime, anime streetwear label known as Day Off. Hey friends, this is the commissioner here, letting you know that Day Off is actually, for the first time ever, they're going to have their first ever pop-up shop on August 29th from 11am to 4pm. It's going to take place at the Yasumi Workshop, located in Bean Here Coffee Lab and Studios. That is 310 McKeever Road. I'll say that again. Located in 310 McKeever Road at the Yasumi Workshop. There's going to be a ton of great things happening that day. So many activities, fun things to do, great things to check out. There's going to be new gear dropping, as well as a DIY section, where you can print on select vintage pieces and make a unique one-out-of-one piece. Basically, what you're going to do is it's going to be an opportunity to basically learn. If you ever want to learn how to print, like print and make graphic design, you can print and make your own graphic design in studios. Uh, my best friend Chris, who's the owner and operator, is going to teach you the rundown on how it, everything gets done, and you get to basically print out your very own piece, a one-of-a-kind piece that only you will own, or maybe a family member or friend that you would want to give it to. So be sure to check them out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the commissioner and the GM will be there live, and uh, we're going to be there to help out uh, my boy Chris, the nature boy, in any way possible. And it's going to be a very fun time, and there's and it's also going to be crossed between Inside Bean here. So if you want coffee, as well as an awesome place to check out, or just something fun to do, uh, it's going to be safe. There's going to be there's going to be so many so much safety parameters to keep, make sure that the uh, that the run is safe. And uh, it's going to be a fun, fun event. Invite your friends. Invite your family members. Um, be sure to wear a mask when you go in and get ready for just a great time. So if you need something to do on Saturday, August 29th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., be sure to check out the Yasumi Workshop for the first ever day off pop-up shop. And remember to go Plus Ultra! Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Summit State of Mind. Uh, yeah, what's going on, everybody? We still good, Mr. Fundamental? You good? Yeah, man. We're chilling. That's my boy, chilling on the couch. Awesome. <laughs> I was gonna say something, and I was like, eh, it's probably inappropriate. Probably shouldn't say it. <laughs> 
Uh, GM, you still good? Still alive? Yeah, man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We uh, just uh, I had to, I had to do that ad read. That was a uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, anime animes are they're pretty cool. Uh, I love anime. Right. Right. I love I love anime. Oh. I just just got back into it. I just got back into it. I remember when we had, we got you that uh, All Might. Bro, that was Funko a steal. Pop. Dude, isn't isn't he going for like three hundred now? No, but some, still still good. Like you know, good value, right? Yeah. Shoutouts to the Nature Boy for getting you that. Yeah, man. The Nature Boy's actually here. Woo! Woo! He's here. He just doesn't, he just didn't have a mic. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He's here. He's here. He's chilling. He's chilling with us. He's chilling with the boys. He's a trooper. He is a trooper. Shout out to Pluckers. Yeah, he's here because we're getting Pluckers after. We, <laughs> we hope. bribed him. Yeah, we bribed. Yeah, I was like, all right, uh, I I had the GM swing the deal real quick. I was like, GM, I was like, go ahead and make the make the trade offer. But yeah, you, that's right, get the ten day contract. <laughs> but remember, you have to you have to give him the ten piece, or else he won't. He won't. He won't come. He won't. He won't. He'll back out last minute like DeAndre Jordan. Man, one wing per day. That's a steal. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He was like, dang it, I thought I said one wing meal per day. Uh, <laughs> uh, too late. Contract signed. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> he didn't read the fine print, man. That's why your boy's the GM. Gets the best deals. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, you, once again, uh, we're... This is the playoff preview, and uh, we're all here for it. Uh, round one, it's going to be the Houston Rockets versus Oklahoma City Thunder, the four seed playing the five seed. It's going to go as follows. Game one is going to start this Tuesday on the 18th of August. 18th of August is still super weird. On the 18th of August, uh, starting at 5.30 p.m., and you can watch it on TNT. Game two, which is going to be Thursday, is going to be on the 20th. And that game is going to start at 2.30 p.m., which is going to be on ESPN. Game three is going to be Saturday on the 22nd, and that game is going to start at 5 o'clock. And then game four uh, on Monday, the 24th, uh, the game is going to start at 3 o'clock, and that is going to be available to watch on TNT. The first four games are for sure, obviously, they're already slotted in because they know there will be a guarantee of four games played. And then five, six, and seven are going to be TBD, obviously. You know, one team might sweep. Hopefully, if a team sweeps, it's going to be our team that sweeps. Cross your fingers. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, hopefully we bring out the Wallis. Uh, shout out to my uh, friends in Philip, my two th- or three friends in Philippines that listen. Uh, <laughs> we have three downloads from Philippines, so I have to hey. gotta give it to them, man. At least that's our uh, it's it's gotten around the world. It's probably our cousins, but special shout out to the cousins, especially Javier. Yes, our uh, our cousin who uh, who doesn't yeah. apparently think I'm good at picking draft picks. I know he went for my team, which is the Ooh, team that was the terrible choice. Well, that's okay because I, I'm I'm happy to be healed because you know you I hope you lose and you continue to lose. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, just kidding. That was just a hurtful I statement. Was just heal, I was just healing it up. I didn't mean it. I was. It was a work. This Don't went worry. from a work straight to a it's shoot. Not a now shoot. it's not a shoot. It's a work. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's basically been a rundown of the first four games. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, basically, let's pick a player, uh, and I'm going to direct it over to you, Mr. Fundamental. Uh, can you think of a player that you think is going to be key to the series uh, in terms of the of the Rockets winning, um, like an X factor? Do you have an X factor? <laughs> you know it ain't Eric Gordon. God. I'll tell you who it's not. <laughs> um, I mean, no, he is. He's gonna be important if he pops off. 
we're probably in good shape, but I don't trust him. There you go. <laughs> Speak your mind. <laughs> I don't trust him. So uh, to me, it would be like either Ben McLemore or uh, Daniel House. Ooh. Wow. Good choices. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because that, that is exactly – <clears throat> Man, you pretty much locked it in with me. Well, my two were my two were end up going to being um. Well, Daniel House was one of them, and then for me it was going to be uh Jeff Green. I thought Jeff uh, Green was going to yeah. be very vital off the bench, considering that he's been he's my uh, uh what's that word my uh my role my my my, my rip- the, the godsend Repubba Repubba whatever oh yeah uh, my role player Repubba Repubba role player of the bubble role player of the bubble ah. Rapatiba. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I said in a prior episode, Rapatiba, my role player in the bubble. He's been, uh, he's been doing work. So that, those are, yeah. So good points, uh, for BMAC. BMAC definitely needs to, uh, be very vital, uh, for us to be successful. And Daniel House, two very good points. Uh, and for me, I think, uh, Daniel House and Jeff Green are going to be very key. I, I just want to put BMAC in there just because I just, I just have so much faith in him already. I just know he's going to, I just know he's going to, he's like 43% from three. I'm just See, like, I'm the opposite. I in during the season he's been like on off on off, mostly off. I feel like (laughs) so now that he's on, I'm hoping he stays on, and he kills it. You know, and he carries that momentum over into the playoffs. Yeah, okay. For me, I mean, everybody has to step up. Yes, but of course, like there to me, it's like already. A known quantity that like the starters like uh Covington has to step up, you know, like PJ Tucker has to hit the corner threes. But yeah. they know that. It's just yeah. to me the uh the bench players is to me is the like the person or is a the key, I guess, yeah. to, yes. to I mean, the bench it. brigade, because Brent bench scoring is gonna be very crucial in the series right. considering no yeah. rest. So yeah. I'm gonna so I'm gonna redirect that question over to you, uh GM. Uh, who do you think is going to be key for the Rockets to ultimately win this series, especially considering um, the Russ injury? Robert Covington. Oh man. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean it in the sense because he's basically shut up the bubble. Fifteen percent. All he's three. done, all he has done, is built homes with his shots because he's just bricked. House, all of, br- games. House of bricks. And the thing about that is that. That's why I'm hoping he doesn't carry that negative momentum into the playoffs. As we know what he's going to bring on the defensive end. And I, we, we can totally rely on him. He's going to bring that help defense, especially to guys driving into the lane. Like if we have, they have cutters, we, we do know that we can have a Covington helping off of a Steven Adams if it's not PJ Tucker, you know, uh, taking care of the, cause he, he's averaging like what, almost three blocks a game. But what we do need, from him is to hit two to three threes a game in this series, as opposed to going 0 for 6, 0 for 7, 1 of 8. We really need him to hit, and we need him to hit at crucial moments. I feel like Robert Covington could be big shot Rob number two, like Robert Ory, Robert, insert Robert Covington. We need someone with, who's willing to take the shot, when no one else will, and you know he is, he's, he's willing. He's, he's definitely he's more willing. than willing. My dude the, is. Uh, the question is, not will hesitating. he hit? <laughs> and especially with Russ gone, we're gonna need him a lot more on the offensive end. We're gonna need Absolutely. him to yeah. make those crucial cuts. You know, like that's what Jeff Green has been helping a lot on the PNR with James Harden. We have someone who can uh, take 
two dribbles into the lane and go for a dunk or make a, a snap decision and pass into the corner because that's yeah. what Clint Capella couldn't do. If Robert Covington is able to do that in the sense of where if he starts hitting threes off these uh, pick and pops, it'll open up the lane even more. So they'll they'll overhelp on the three, which will give him a lane to drive. And he's six nine. It should be an easy dunk for him with if Stephen Adams is not on the floor. And if he is, that's a shot for Eric Gordon, uh, Ben McLemore, or a PJ Tucker in the corner. You know, like. This is all predicated on decision making and what the defense will give. Yeah, and so, obviously, and game planning too, right? Like, and we have to talk about that too because game planning and is uh, because you know, y'all know that Harden's going to be doubled out. Of, I, I'm I'm assuming that they're going to shade double him out of the shoot. I don't think they're going to double him. You don't think so? I don't think so. Wow. Well, I mean. <laughs> Every other team has doubled him, so I feel like they're just going to double him. Anyway. I just assumed it, right? Especially since Russ is not on the floor. Yeah. So they're going to be like, okay, Russ is not on the floor, so okay, well, now now go in, ahead and beat in us. The, in the last few games, okay, let's let's take this into the account. The, um, the uh, Thunder have beaten the Rockets twice out of three times. And I think a couple of those games, there was no Russell Westbrook. Okay, Beards and Brodies, correct me if I'm wrong. I do remember at least one game where there was no Russell Westbrook. But... What I'm saying is that without Russell Westbrook, they challenged the Rockets into more ISOs for Harden. And Harden did not succeed in that. So what I'm thinking is that they might go back to what worked for them without a Russell Westbrook in the game and hopefully go with that. And if Harden makes them regret it, then even better. Because then they'll play the defense that they've already seen and succeeded against. Mm -hmm. So. I think they're going to go with what works for them in the sense and trust CP3 and co to play in great individual defense an isolation and try to take them out and let Harden just do everything. Okay. You very know? good points. Very good points. Makes sense. It does make, it does make sense. I will, I'll jot that down in my notes. <laughs> uh, so let's let's uh, let's go ahead and move on here and let's continue to talk about the, uh, the playoff series. Uh, Mr. Fundamental, uh, I have to ask you, do you think – let's say Russ – let's think worst-case scenario here. Let's say Russ is just out the whole series. Can the Rockets, without Russ and Harden, just Harden, just shouldering the load here, can they get past the first round? Can they beat the Thunder? Uh, oh, man, I've been so pessimistic about this team this year. I don't know. I don't trust this team this year. I know Justin is high on them. But without Russ, it's just like – yeah i feel like that's i don't know like 50 percent of your offense is gone and if you're just gonna rely on harden the whole time for four games straight or four wins it's it's doable but it's just like you're trying to climb a high mountain yeah Yeah. it's a tall task and i feel like even for harden that's still a tall task because the rest of the team is just so streaky it's streaky i feel it's so imbalanced it's like each person in, on our team is strictly one role mm-hmm. and yeah. if one piece of that puzzle is missing aka russ like the it's just like someone stuck a, a nail in the gears and it just like grinds that's it like it, we stall out you know what i mean yeah and and you're not and you're not wrong too because uh 
I don't have the stats on top of me on top of me right now. Um, and and it's hard to consider when you put these bubble games into consideration because a lot of them were the starters weren't playing and they were kind of resting, and other starters on the other team was resting. So you know you kind of it can be hit or miss. But I do remember when there there when Russ isn't playing, it it, it, it obviously becomes more more difficult. You're, you're trying to account for uh, how many points did Russ average this season? Twenty seven, twenty six, or close to that maybe around that. Uh, I, I you know what I'm gonna, I don't remember. You know what? I'm gonna do a quick fact check. Uh, GM, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you right now. Do you think uh, you put the Rockets in this situation with no Russell Westbrook and let's say he doesn't play in the whole series? Can the Rockets win? They can win. Do I think they'll win? No, I don't. I think if there's no Russell Westbrook. Thunder win in seven. To be honest with you, um, I'm just saying that from a realistic standpoint. I am high in the team, but. Russell Westbrook is so crucial to what we're doing as a team that without him, it's going to be a very, very, very monumental task for James. I mean, this league is so star-driven. Harden's done it for so long by himself. I mean, before CP3, okay? Um, But just now, like, he can shoulder the load, but not in the long term. In that sense, I mean, well, we can, maybe we can take into account that they're in the bubble. They had a three month off season due to COVID, right? Yeah. Like maybe we can see Harden go on God mode like a Damian Lillard. He's we've seen him do it, but the thing is, against a team like an Oklahoma City Thunder who was built to kind of try to take us down, they have the guy that played with him for the last two years in Chris Paul. That is just going to be a very tall task. Especially without rebounding, if we're not getting about 16 to 20 turnovers a game off of them, we don't win because we're going to we're gonna lose the boards battle by like yeah, 20 yeah. rebounds. Yeah. So in order to, um, what's it called, to account for that, we're going to need the Rockets to force many, many more turnovers. Can they be active? I'm not too sure without a Russ. They have to account, uh, they have to account also for everything that Russ does. Um, I went ahead, I fact-checked, I pulled up the stats as you were talking, GM, and uh, Russ averaged 27 points this season, uh, 8 rebounds and 7 assists. During the bubble games, it's one thing because, you know, it's like, all right, you're pretty much situated, but now these are playoff games, most crucial games in the entire season up to this point. You have to account now for 27 points, you have to account for 8 rebounds, and you have to account for 7 assists. So... And with the team that ended up being built, like you traded Capella for, you traded Capella for Covington because you wanted it to be more Russ centric team. The whole reason why they traded Capella away, one, because he was injured at the time, and two, uh, Capella clogged the lane. It was supposed to open the lane and basically make Russbrook our point, uh, to basically make him our center to score all those points in the paint, to give him more openings. So when you don't have that, when you don't have that, it's not really a Harden-driven system anymore. It's actually a more Russ-driven system this season. True. It's actually True. been more Russ-driven. It's actually, it's not, ever since I think Harden's come here, I think this might have been the least, it's been, it, it's been the least his system. It's yes. been more situated towards Russ. And Harden didn't mind it. Harden's like, all right, it's fine. You know, it takes the load off of me. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, because he wants to find he, Russ. He wants yeah, to give Russ the best Harden avenue knows, for success. Exactly. Harden knows that no matter what situation he's in, he'll be fine. The dude averages 35 points a game. He'll get his points. It it's doesn't not a problem. matter. Exactly. Yeah. So, good points as always, everybody. Uh, so, let's talk about, uh, let's go ahead and move forward here with the prediction. Uh, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and talk about this. Um, 
Ugh, it's hard because we don't know what Russ's situation. We don't know what he's gonna. We don't know. We don't know how it's gonna be if he's gonna come back or when he comes back or when he comes back. He's probably gonna come back at some point. We're gonna. I'm gonna assume that he comes back. He's gonna come back, but he won't be a hundred. So let's say he sits the first two. Mm -hmm. Let's put out a scenario. Let me just put out a scenario for y'all. He sits the first two, and he's going to be back the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. We know for sure he's not going to be 100%. Guaranteed. He won't be 100 He may be playing at 75, 80. Mm-hmm. So with that said, um, uh, what do you all think would be the prediction? Uh, do the Rockets win? Do you pick OKC? And, and in what games will the series end? Like, I'll, I'll start. Um, with everything in front of us and with that scenario of Russ sitting the first two games and him playing the rest of the series and not playing 100%, I would probably pick – I would still pick the Rockets – but since it's a neutral ground and neutral territory, um, it's going to be a hard fought. I think it's going to be hard fought. I actually think the Rockets will win, but I think it'll take seven. I think it'll take seven games to beat this team. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul, who knows our offense better than anybody. So I picked the Rockets in seven. Uh, I'm going to direct the question over to you, uh, Mr. Fundamental. What, what do you think uh, the Rockets will be? Uh, will they win? Will they lose? What do you think? Uh, well, we're hometown, so I can't pick them to lose. But There you yeah. go. <laughs> I would say win Rockets in seven as well. It just, that's the, they're going to give us everything that they can uh, give us. They're going to give us a lot of trouble. Like, there's going to be games where, like, I feel like uh, CP is just, like, insane floor general, no mistakes. We can't get a turnover, and that's how they win. They just yeah, that's true. simple and methodic. Uh, and, yeah, but, yeah, I think we could, I think we still could pull off uh, a win here. If and it has to be when if Russell comes back, like Russell has to be playing for us to win. Yeah, and I think without Russell, we'll probably lose in like five or six. And you're thinking realistically? Yeah. So that's I mean, a realistically, I think he is going to come back. Yeah, soon. yeah, of course. So we will win in seven. But yeah. for some, if for some reason he just does not come back, yeah, yeah, or like he plays one game and he just really pulls it. Not wood. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, then yeah, it's we're, we would be done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, like, so I'll direct the question uh, over to you, uh, GM, uh, Mr. Fundamental. Always uh, response, always, very fundamental responses as always. Um, GM, what, what do you think uh, in terms of uh, where where the scenario is and with Russ sitting the first two, uh, do the Rockets win, and how many games will it take? I do think the Rockets win. And with and taking account of Russ <clears throat> sitting the first two games, that's just a guess. I'm I'm gonna say the Rockets win in seven as well. Um, this is gonna be a very hard fought series. Hard fought series. I can't even speak clearly anymore. Um, it's gonna be very personal, emotional with yep. the two point guards. Um, it's gonna be very good, very competitive. There's gonna be a lot of just so much just angst, and I'm all for it. I'm ready to see it, and we'll be battle-tested. If the Rockets get to the second round, we'll be battle-tested for the Lakers. I do see it, um, assuming that the Lakers beat Portland. <laughs> but, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you but, should. But I, should. I, I, I do think that the LeBron Rockets... LeBron would be a big joke. Oh, jeez. LeBron would be the biggest joke of the league if he gets out yes, of the first yes. round in the 100%. West. He won't let that happen. The no. NBA won't let that happen. No, absolutely. <laughs> okay, oh, I didn't want to go there, but... Yeah. <laughs> but abort, I, abort! But, I mean, you know, in, in that sense, I feel like that 
that's how it's going to be. Yeah. The Rockets will get there. The role players will step up. We're going to get good games from a Rivers. We're going to get a good house. I mean, good game from House. Good game from BMAC. And hopefully EG comes through in at least a couple games. <laughs> the, the Mr. Fundamental is shaking his head. I didn't want you to say it. In disgust. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But it doesn't it's mean it's going to happen. Save the least for last. Yeah. God. But I mean, you know, like... I, I I do think it's possible. I think we I think we'll win in yeah. seven. Okay, in that sense and and great great response great response as always. Um, it looks like the cabinet is in agreement uh, with unanimous with the rockets <laughs> rockets in seven. Um, I think also we should say this on consideration. Um, we did talk we talked about Eric Gordon quite a bit on this episode in particular. I wonder why. but uh he's actually like super super key like he's uh, i'm telling you right now like if russ even when russ comes back like eg's gonna be so key like it's gonna it's it's gotten to the point now remember guys where uh where uh when chris jericho came back in 2007 2008 and it was save us y2j yeah it was like save us y2eg like yeah, that's you might, he similar. might need, you really need him. Like, you're really gonna need him. Like, you're gonna need him to turn back the clock, go back to 2016, 2017, six man of the year, yeah. EG, average 18 to 20 points a game, mm-hmm. uh, 40% from three, you know, just doing, doing his work. It's gonna be very, it's, it, a lot's gonna be asked of him. And, yep. uh, we can hope for the best case scenario, even though I know Mr. Fundamental thinks worst case scenario for him, which is fair because I know that you don't, you're not his, you're not his biggest fan. Oh god! And I'm putting it in a, and I'm putting it lightly. <laughs> I'm just replaying that one clip on Twitter that I showed you all a while back when he was like on a fast break and he just like couldn't dribble and then just I don't even oh man it's just nightmare scenario but yeah no he is actually a very he's a key component he is the the biggest key component absolutely uh, to go back on who is the real X factor. He is the X factor. <laughs> he takes like almost just as many shots as Harden sometimes. Yeah. yeah and if absolutely. he's missing all of them, we're gone. We can't. <laughs> if he misses all these shots, you best believe Ray's going to be featured in the next episode. <laughs> we'll have a lot to discuss. Like, uh, <laughs> and the, the bad thing too is that like Dan Tony will just keep riding him. Till the wheels fall off, which is awful. <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that isn't that a kind of a He'll shame? He'll go like zero for sixteen, and Dan Tony's like, "No, he's doing great. Like, no problem. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Keep shooting, keep shooting, dude. He's like a minus one hundred, and you're still playing him. This nah, he'll he'll hit the next shot. <laughs> no, please give somebody else a chance. There you go. Drop that pipe bomb, Ray. Uh, Drop the pipe bomb, dude. Don't even don't don't hold back. I won't cut off your mic. Don't worry. I'm not gonna Vince McMahon you. I'm not cutting off your mic. <laughs> I want you to talk. <laughs> Good um, man. Good stuff. Especially with uh yeah with with everything happening, it's 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 a different series. Um, in such unprecedented times, uh, August like freaking weird, like that we're gonna be in, uh doing these playoff series uh in this time. So. 
it's just going to be different overall. The feel of it's going to be different overall. The fact that they're playing in Orlando is going to be different overall. And, uh, yeah, so good points as always, uh, for UGM. Uh, Mr. Fundamental, great, great responses. Uh, you're doing a fabulous job as a guest. And, uh, and you guys want to know something very interesting about all three of us? Actually, all four of us, including the Nature Boy, who's here. All four of us, actually, we get our haircut at a very special place. Uh, we get it a haircut at a, the greatest and best barbershop in the entire city of H-Town, and that is the Argyle League. So, Beards and Brodies, have you ever wanted to look like a gentleman in a place where you can get a haircut and a shot of whiskey, all while being taken care of by top-shelf professional barbers? That's right. This right here is the Argyle League, where me and my brother have been receiving our haircuts since 2016. What makes Argyle literally the coolest barbershop in the world? They were voted coolest barbershop in the world. They have also been featured in GQ magazine. They were the exclusive barbershop for the NCAA Final Four in 2016. They were the official barbershops for the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Calendar launch party in 2017. They've also worked with Radio 610 and Hope Lodge Houston. That is just a few accolades. So if you're tired of your hair and you want to look like a gentleman, I highly recommend going to the Argyle League and get a fresh cut from one of their kick-ass barbers. They are located at 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. I'll say it again. 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. You can visit their website now at theargyleleague.com to book an appointment. I'll say it again. The ArgyleLeague.com to book an appointment. So stay sharp, gentlemen, and meet your boys at the summit. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Summit State of Mind. Uh, of course, with our with our guest for the first time ever is uh, Mr. Fundamental. He's here with us, and we got the GM with us, and everyone's alive, and everyone's still good, and we're still kicking, and we still got stuff to discuss before we wrap up this pod. So let's go ahead and talk about the Game 1 preview. It's going to be on Tuesday at 5.30. Big game. Uh, it's going to be the game that basically is going to set the tone for the whole series. Let's go ahead and assume that Russell Westbrook's not playing. Uh, there's going to be different facets, different factors coming into play here. Uh, without Russ, obviously, like I said, we have, we've called into question, is Gordon going to start? Is BMAC going to start? A lot of different moving parts and pieces. Who's going to come off the bench? And uh, so I just have to. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and direct the question over to the GM um, for this game. For this game one, what do you see as the uh, keys? Is the keys to basically uh, the Rockets winning this uh, this first game here? Well, the matter of fact is that the role players need to execute and hit. Harden's going to get his regardless most of the time and usually Harden does go off on game ones that's just his mo he always goes off in a game one um but in the sense he's gonna need everybody to do their part we're gonna need old man rivers to come through when he comes off the bench we're gonna need bmac and jeff green to hit a few threes tucker and covington to play solid d hit their corners um we're also going to need like i said i mentioned earlier in this in the series preview was we're going to need defense we're going to need hands all on deck we're going to need turnovers we need to win the turnover battle not just even small we need to win it by double digits we have to take care of the ball minimize our mistakes and create mistakes for the other team to give us fast breaks that's the way that we're going to win best way that we'll win is not allowing them to get into their half court defense yeah uh-huh and the third uh the third thing would just to be about minimize chris paul Chris Paul is going to try his best to take over the series. Do what you can to affect him, slow him down in that sense. That's the goal. Um, 
And that's pretty much it, to be honest with you. For me, that's what I think personally. Yeah, and yeah. good good points as always. Uh, for myself, I have, my keys to for the Rockets to win this one obviously is going to be a uh, one would just be to play continue to play a uh, great defense. Um, that's going to be key to winning this game uh, since the playoffs. The the court's going to shrink and defense is going to be more intensified. I I still expect it to be high scoring, but nonetheless, they the Thunder rank as the seventh best defense in the league. So, which is going to transition over to my second point, would be for uh, the Rockets' offense to just keep on chugging along, especially without Westbrook. And I explained this earlier in the episode. Uh, Twenty-seven points you have to account for here. Um, so it's you're right. It's going to be all hands on deck. Uh, so hopefully the offense continues to do what they do. Continue the ball movement. Continue playing at their pace. Don't let Thunder dictate it. Don't let Thunder dictate the pace. The Rockets need to be able to dictate the pace in their own way. And key number three, and I think this is actually very important. Uh, Control Steven Adams, actually. And I think that that's a big key. And I think that that's another big key here because he's going to get a lot of rebounds. He's going to, he's going to basically control that paint. Um, if you can get him out of a rhythm in some way, or if you can kind of, you know, um, make sure that he doesn't dominate in his own way in terms of rebounding and putbacks, offensive boards, uh, he's going to be very key in this series, especially in the first game. So control Steven Adams. And yeah, so those are basically going to be my points. If they can stick to the game plan. And do what they do. They should win game one. And, uh, you know, that's all we can hope for here. Uh, uh, Mr. Fundamental, what do you think are the keys to the uh, the Rockets winning this first game here? Uh, yeah, actually, I agree with the whole Steven Adams thing. Is to uh, limit his rebounding is probably one of the biggest thing. And he's pretty solid on, like, tapping the ball out and getting an offensive rebound to his other players. So I think that is one of the biggest keys is to just limit his rebounds yeah um and also just defense you to be honest i haven't really been paying too much attention to the the thunder team so i don't know how they really operate and i'm, I'm just being honest i didn't pay attention to them it's okay i didn't either <laughs> um but i mean just looking at their roster they don't have the go-to star, I feel like, other mm. than Chris Paul. But Chris Paul is pretty old, and he's limited on how he gets his shots. Yes, yeah. You know he loves the mid-range, but he's not going to be driving on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, to me, it's just kind of like, I guess, just making sure you know who to guard at all times, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to know their roles and, um, yeah, just limit or play really good, good defense. So rebounding and defense is my key. Our offense is going to be there. I feel like, I mean, it's always hit or miss, but it comes in waves. It's the NBA. So Mm, that's right. Game one preview, I think is just that. Good points. Good points. Um, and all everyone here has made really good points in terms of, uh, what it's going to take for the, the Rockets to win game one. Um, so we can only hope that they, that they win, but I mean, you know, obviously Russ Brooks not on the floor, so let's go ahead and, uh, let's give our, let's give our game one prediction. Let's put, let's go ahead and talk about that real quick. Uh, give me, give me a score. I'll, I'll give you, I'll go first. I'll gladly give you my score. Um, it's going to be, and I know you guys, this is going to be a, a shock for y'all, but this is a, I'm a pick a laugher. 
I picked the Rockets to win 115 to 100 <laughs> in a 15-point laugher. Wow. Just, that is some confidence right there. I, I just I like I just, it. Yeah, I just, you know what? I don't know. I feel it in the I feel it in my bones here, you know? It's it's a different, it's a whole new game here. And if the Rockets win, if the Rockets hit their loins. if the Rockets hit their threes. Russell not, Westbrook, why not? Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's that's it's the mantra much... of his life. Yeah. Why Hashtag not? why not? <laughs> one fifteen to one hundred. Rockets take game one. They don't just take it. They stomp. They stomp Man. the thunder. They they. What is it? What what's the counter for uh, thunder? They they they're masked in rubber. Right. <laughs> oh god. That's right. <laughs> insulate them. They insulate. They're insulated. Oh my god. They're insulated. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no thunder here, son. No thunder here. No lightning and thunder. Okay. We don't. We don't like Imagine Dragons around here. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Imagine Dragons. But uh, <laughs> let me let me go ahead and ask you, uh, Mr. Fundamental. Uh, give me your prediction for a final score for the game one. I'm probably wrong, but yo, Chris, shout out to the 112 Rockets. Oh, We're gonna go 112. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 112. Okay. Uh, with the Rockets and. Uh... I don't know. Let's see. What am I going to do with it? Uh, 105 Thunder. Man. 112 to 105. Everyone thinks it's going to be a blowout. No, that's not a blowout. 105 isn't a blowout. 118, 105. No, 112. It's a seven-point win. If anything, dude, they can win via free throws. You've never seen the meme of 112? My bad. I remember the group 112. No, that, no, was no, that, no, was that, uh, was that, yeah, yeah the there's a group, but there's a, there's a meme in the gaming yeah. community. In the late but... 90s? Oh, yeah, see, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool. It's cool. I've, it's outed, not... I've outed myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's cool. Loser. <laughs> I'm probably the only one that games here. Your boy's behind the times. Just oh, yeah, the Nature Boy games, though. He games. I, I, don't, I don't game too much. I, 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 all I play. You play, right? Yeah, he, he knows the meme though, so that's why I said shout out to Chris because he knows the one twelve. <laughs> he said he he said he dabbles and, and he's <laughs> low key gonna come in with a Street Fighter and frickin' and and just destroy everybody. You guys remember sure. that that scene from Anchorman where he where he he's plays the the jazz flute and he was like, oh. I just I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> just goes nuts. That's Chris right there. I, I dabble, and then fucking you just like, all right, you want a cop, cop, contest? All right, psh, brings out his freaking uh, the pool shark. Yeah, the pool shark. Yeah, yeah, it's the pool shark. It's the pool shark. Is it uh, Uncle Phil? Uh, he's like, uh, what is it? Uh, Jeffrey, bring out, bust out Lucille. Yeah. <laughs> what a good episode. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, before we go too off topic, uh, GM, uh, game one, Rockets Thunder, prediction. Give me a final score. 117, 113. Rockets. Oh, wow. Like so, so as, so it, it just continues to, the, 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 what is it? The margin. The margin just shrunk. It just shrinks. It continues to shrink. <laughs> it's going to be a nail biter. Harden's probably going to miss a free throw in the fourth, but oh, CP3 God. will miss a free throw in the fourth. Talk so negatively. CP3 will miss a free throw <laughs> in the fourth. It's just facts. Yeah, it is. It's just kind of like what Down I, the line, he's always going to go one for two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we always expect it. kind of how it goes. Uh, um, I do think that um, what's it called? Uh, Rocco hits two big free throws on a, a on a tip in or something in that sense. I feel like he's gonna hit two big free throws in the fourth. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah, the margin shrunk. The the cabinet was not in. Uh, we are, we were not unanimous no, on no. The, on that sound. Looks like uh, it, it has to go back to the house <laughs> <laughs> for 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 a reconvening because obviously nothing. We were totally out of out of whack on that one. I just decided I was like, let me let me throw the ultimate. When I thought about, it, I was like, let me let me go Charles Barkley on y'all. Let me just let me just go left field, 
and just shock you. I thought you were just going to go that the Thunder was going to win. <laughs> I got I to support my team, man. I got to support my team. Gotta, at least for game one. I got I to gotta support. I tried to keep you all in suspense for that. You, you know, did. I really. For a split second, I was like, yo, man, heel turn. Here we go. Can you, can you, Tony Omega just joined Bullet Club. Shoot. Here we go, man. <laughs> Ray Omega over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, yeah, so, okay, all right. Good points. I, I, uh, I appreciate y'all's, uh, points. Very, very good. Uh, I guess that, that wraps up the game one, the game one preview. And, uh, we can put, all we can do now at this point is put good thoughts towards this team. Uh, and put good thoughts towards uh, Russell Westbrook's uh, quad. Hopefully, we can get that. Uh, let's put uh, good thoughts, or uh, uh, Mr. Formel doesn't have to, but you and me can put good thoughts towards uh, Air Gordon shooting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Hopefully, the sh- hopefully the hopefully the shots are hopefully his shooting is just as uh, successful as his shots on Twitter. So, hopefully, we can we can hope for the best on that. Nature Boy knows what I'm talking about. Um. And I guess that's all we can do at this point. Uh, for y'all as uh, Rockets fans, just uh, continue to support the team. And, and I know times are tough right now, especially with uh, with with Russ Westbrook being out and, and just so much uncertainty going to the playoffs. But let me just remind, give y'all a quick reminder. The dynasty known as the Warriors is dead. They're not there. The only time let me give y'all a little let me give y'all a little thing. When Harden first became a Rocket in 2012 and 2013, they were eliminated by the Thunder. Then the year following year after, they were eliminated by the Blazers. And then after that, from 2015 on to 2019, they were only eliminated by two teams in the playoffs. One was the San Antonio Spurs in the second round in 2017. Um, and then from 2015 to 2016 to 2018 to 2019, they were eliminated by who? The greatest team of this 2010s generation. That generational team known as the Golden State Warriors with the Splash Brothers, with the one of the best players in the world in Kevin Durant. That team is not here anymore. So, really, I don't think other teams are as far ahead as uh, as the media makes it out to be. I don't think the Lakers and Clippers are as far ahead as we think. I just think it's just what the Warriors have created. They've created this dynasty outlook. And we have to remove that in our heads and know that everyone's back on equal footing. This is the first year of AD and LeBron. This is the first year for Kawhi and George playing together. This is the first year for Westbrook and Harden play together. And Giannis still doesn't have a jump shot. So that is so key here going to the playoffs. And I truly believe at the end of the day, it's open field. It's open game for everybody. So I don't think it's as far ahead as people make it out to be. That's just my opinion. Do you all agree? Do you disagree? Do you think? Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think it's an open field for anybody. And like you said, it's not. there is no, in my opinion, there is no clear team that's like uh way beyond any other team i can't pick a winner honestly as of right now playoffs start in a few days and i still can't pick a winner it it feels like uh uh the nfl kind of like it's a parody is that what they say yes yeah yeah there's um yeah there's a lot of uh yeah i think it is parody i think so i think that's the word yeah it's but anyways it's just like it's a it's a free it's a free platform like anybody can take this uh this championship this year like it's it could be, be the cool. eighth seed surprising yeah, everybody right? like the, yeah. the the blazers can go on a can keep on going on a crazy run and beat the lakers and next thing you know they're onto the second round to the conference championship and they win yeah. who knows you know yeah because i mean everyone is everyone like you said like everyone has a level <clears throat> playing field they're all in a bubble they're all having the same sleep they're mm-hmm. eating the same food. They're getting the same treatment, you know. And 
So there's no traveling involved, nothing. No Everyone's getting the same either. rest. Mm-hmm. So everyone basically has home court in yeah. that sense. So I feel like there's going to be a huge, like there's going to be a lot of like what we've seen recently, a lot of OT games and you're going to see a lot of series go seven. I feel like that's just me though. Oh man, we should. Oh man, I should have predicted an OT. Oh no, no, I I picked the blowout, so I couldn't have picked an OT game. Yo, fifteen point win in a in the overtime. <laughs> just Thunder just does not score. Here's at all. another prediction though: fifty right. piece for Harden. Ooh, I like that. Fifty piece for Harden. All right, did y'all know we're going to Pluckers after two? So I guess in honor of that, we should all get a fifty piece. Well, hey. we should share it. All kidding. of us are prepared to eat that much. Maybe no, Chris, just... though. That's, Fifth, a lot, well, that's a lot of wings. Good prediction. Good prediction. 50 piece for Harden. Yeah, yeah. I see that. You know what? I, it's so funny, guys. On my phone, too. I am ready to... I have it on my photos, and I'll, I'll show you all I'll say quick. it, too. You know what? Fuck it. Why not? Triple-double. A 50-point triple... Go, Ray. Spit. <laughs> Spit, Ray. Blah, blah. <laughs> Spit, right? Let's I go. Mean, Justin did say he, he goes off on game one. Why he, he not? He does. Historically yeah, speaking, he does like go. Russ we don't have said, the numbers, but he why does. Not? Why not? He's like, hey, Russ isn't here. I'm taking his shots. I'm taking his rebounds and all his assists. That's why not? That's what's up. I, I, uh, I, on Instagram, uh, I, uh, for the Summit State of Mind underscore uh, pod, of, which, by the way, y'all should be following, um, we – I. I have it ready for my story. I was ready for Harden to drop a 50 piece at some point in the bubble, and I literally had a picture of 50 piece nuggets ready. <laughs> I, had it, I had it ready the whole time, and, and, and Harden is yet to drop it. And I was like, oh, I, I see what you're doing, Harden. You're waiting for the playoffs. Respect. Yeah. Respect. He's, he's, he'll give you the 50 here. Thank you. That's all I'm asking for. And you know what? You know, you never know. Freaking dude, Eric Gordon dropped, dropped the 50 piece. Oh, that's right. He did. Eric Gordon. Think about this, guys. Eric Gordon. Russell Westbrook and James Harden have all dropped at least 45 points once this uh, season. What's that saying? Another man's trash? He's another man's another treasure. Another man's treasure, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, My trash, Eric Gordon, <laughs> is y'all's treasure. Jesus. There was a one episode in Boy Meets World where it was, uh, was it, uh, the, the dad of Sean Hunter was like, one man's septic tank is another man's oasis. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It's that one man's trash is another man's treasure. Good thoughts. You know what? We'll take, I'll take those, you know, I'll take all those positive vibes and I'll take all those predictions. I'll roll it into a ball and I'll freaking send that, those good vibes all the way to Orlando. And, uh, we hope that they'll, uh, that they'll do well. So with that said, that's going to go ahead and end this episode, this playoff preview. Ah, oh, man, dude. Uh, Mr. Fundamental, thank you so much for coming on. This was a, a, a surprise for the fans, a surprise for for us, <laughs> and we were just happy to have you. Thank you. We knew at some point, we were, at some point, I have to apologize. At some point, we were going to get you on, and we had our, I'd already told him I had my list of guests already, and I had told Ray, I was like, Ray, you're going to get on at some point. He's like, all right, I'm ready, just whatever. Yeah, man, it was a pleasure. It was fun. Absolutely, this was good. I'm I'm really glad that we were able to get you in at the last minute. That was dope. <laughs> Your boy, 11th hour. This is 11th hour is a Justin Verlander trade. Let me deliver man. you a Your boy's coming through, man. Let's go. Yeah, That's if you're if you're our JV, then a championship should be on the horizon. There you I go. That, that actually feels very, very good. Like, I literally felt like we snagged Ray at the last minute before. Number another, one podcast before, coming up. Thank you. I appreciate that. Rather than uh, another, like another uh, sports podcast, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a random, I, I can't think of any sports podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Houston Rocket, the... Uh, I don't know. There's there, there's other Rockets podcasts out there, but I I but I'm happy that we snagged you before they snagged you. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> I'm here. 
we ap- I appreciate you uh coming out here and uh and uh just uh shooting the shit just talking to us uh you know giving us your two cents it's nice to have that it's nice to have you as a guest so we appreciate that and uh, we appreciate every single one of y'all for uh taking the time to listen out to us and uh go ahead and uh give us a follow on uh summit state of mind underscore pod that's our instagram uh at some state of mind underscore pod uh go ahead and give us a listen on uh we're gonna we're on app we're on apple podcasts we're on spotify we are soon to be on amazon podcasts um we went ahead and submitted we went ahead and submitted uh waiting for final approval on that so just be on the lookout for that we'll be there too and uh oh big announcement uh big announcement on tuesday of game one uh the gm and uh yours truly the commissioner we are going to do our first ever live podcast if you follow us on Instagram, we are going to shoot a live video of us watching the game and actually recording it live for y'all. Uh, we'll be putting it out through the Instagram, through Instagram, and uh, I'm going to try to get it on, on, on uh, YouTube Live as well. And uh, we're going to be playing it through different outlets, and we'll we'll get it out to y'all so y'all can actually join us and and listen to live actual live reactions, good and bad. So if it's a blowout going our way, fantastic. If it's a blowout going their way. Well, you know, we'll be, you'll, be, you'll be here for it. You'll be here with us for it. So uh, go ahead and join us on that. The first ever live uh, game reaction uh, episode, which is going to be on Tuesdays, uh, 5.30. We're probably going to jump on it on this before the second half. So uh, if you guys can't aren't able to catch it in the first half, you can join us in the second half, and we'll get the ball rolling there. And you'll get to hear us talk about it and all the, all the good, the bad, the grips and the grinds and all the stuff that we love and hate. It'll all be it'll all be there for y'all. So uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, I'll say that again Tuesday, uh, and the game starts at 5:30, and we'll probably start probably start uh, recording it at around 6:30. So uh, go ahead and join us for that, and uh, go ahead and uh, make sure also that you uh, give sh- uh, give uh, shoutouts and make sure that you guys are shopping and going to all of our sponsors to the Argyle League uh, today off. And to being here uh, for your coffee and haircuts and all your uh, streetwear clothing needs, uh, be sure to go check them out on all of their websites. And thank you so much to them for uh, for sponsoring us. We really appreciate them as well. And with this pandemic going on, please, please, please make sure that when you go out, you're wearing a mask and make sure th- also that you are washing your hands for 20 seconds. Listen to our podcast for 20 seconds as you are as you are uh, <laughs> as you are washing your hands and. Uh, of course, take care of yourselves, and most importantly, most, most importantly, in this day and age in 2020, be sure to take care of each other, Beards and Brodies. All right. We'll see you on Tuesday for Game 1. The Summit 4.